Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. My name is Jess. And I'm Haley. And today's episode um, is going to be basically about how to up-level your Instagram game. Yeah, it's so funny because I feel like this is something both of us have done since we started sharing on Instagram, like complete fucking transformations from day one. So hopefully we can give you some good advice. Yeah. And like, obviously, I'm no Instagram expert. You know, I'm slowly growing, but I am consistently growing on Instagram. So like I am doing something right. Right. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, But I think it's also important to note firsthand that like the algorithm on Instagram does constantly change. So some of the tips that we might say today might you know, need a little tweaking down the line when the algorithm does change again. That is something that is a little frustrating about Instagram. Mm -hmm. Once you finally kind of like get it figured out, they change things a little bit on you. So I just want to put a PSA out there to everybody. You kind of have to stay on top of your shit with Instagram. Well, and pay attention to trends and like what's going on, especially now with the creation of reels. Like that is now kind of what they're pushing, what they want to see. And Instagram also has guidelines for the kind of content that they Mm -hmm. want to see from you on a weekly basis. But I also want to point out, I don't even just want to share like tips for growing your Instagram. I want to share like tips for making you feel good about social media and like feeling okay while you're on there too. Because it's not all just about growing and like having a shit ton of followers and getting the most engagement you want to feel good while you're doing it too so I'm going to share some tips on that as well tips on how to stay sane while using the platform yeah sane (laughs) on social media (laughs) um the first thing I want to kind of highlight for people is one thing I've definitely noticed on Instagram if you are somebody who is really wanting like engagement I'd say um use all features of the Instagram like Instagram loves when you use every single thing that they have on there and Instagram has a lot of different features Mm -hmm. you know like they have just the posts you can put on your page but then they have the stories and the reels and the IGTV and then you can do lives and then now they have the guides thing on there um yeah the more of those that you use the more engagement I feel like you will get because Mm -hmm. Instagram wants to reward the people that are actually using all the features and like keeping people on the app like the algorithm is literally Instagram kind of like studying what its users do and then feeding them the content that they think is going to keep them on the app for longer so it's also important to kind of realize that like your job is to kind of keep users active, right? That's when they're going to prioritize your content and put out your content. So I think that that's what we're seeing a lot now with Reels as well, because those are so entertaining and it's so easy to get caught up in scrolling through different videos that you end up spending longer on, on the app. And even like with Reels, like when you click on an Instagram Reel, like through somebody's Instagram story or through a DM, like it doesn't just play and then you exit out of it like it plays. And then when you like swipe up, which you've been taught to swipe up on stories to exit out of stories and stuff like that, it keeps you in the loop Uh of these like fast videos. But they're also videos that capture your attention super quickly and make you want to watch them. So just something to think about when you're creating. 
when you think about like the um, actual Instagram stories feature, because um, we both utilize the stories like fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, what are like some of the top things that you post to your stories so that you know that like your audience will react to? Um, I mean, I think like funny things like Dustin being entertaining, like my <laughs> husband being entertaining. That is something that people are always like, oh, my God, I'm fucking dying over this. So that's like one thing that pops in my head. What about you? I just I definitely see like your stories as being like the behind the scenes, but also a very easy way to promote like the promo codes and things that you mm-hmm. might have, um, because obviously I feel like me for me personally, my posts to my actual Instagram are more for aesthetic look to be real like I want my feed to look aesthetically pleasing which I will get to later in the episode but um yeah I see like the stories as being super useful for like the the beverage that I'm drinking if that's something I have like a promo code for for -hmm. people to like buy um you know posting a picture of that and being like here's a promo code for this so if you are somebody that's like working with brands Um, that's a good place to like promote that you can do a post on your feed too but you know it's only like you only get so much interaction with your like actual posts well and with stories you can actually show like how you're using the product or like how you're making it or you could talk about it or maybe you could do a swipe up if you're cooler than we are and have (laughs) 10,000 followers I'm just kidding that doesn't mean you're cooler than we are (laughs) no we're really cool (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but I definitely like the behind the scenes type look on the stories. You get to know the person a lot better through their story than through their like just posts on their page. Well, like when you can see people's like face and like them talking and stuff like that, it definitely helps you feel more connected. And what's cool about stories is when you do like your face to camera, it's kind of like your FaceTiming with somebody. Yeah. So it's such a good way to show people who don't know you like who you really are. And if you have something to like offer your community, like I know you're going to be offering health coaching or promo codes or things like that, you want to be making those connections. Mm -hmm. You want people to like know who you are and feel like they can connect with you because that's what, I mean, honestly, that's what social is all about is connection. Yeah. And I do know for me personally, from my experience with it, I used to post a lot of like my face talking on my stories. I actually like super like died that down and I don't do that as much and I don't get as much engagement now and I've just like I've put that connection together I'm like oh like people actually really want to see my face and like want me to talk about things on my stories rather than just like post a picture of it but it's tough because it's like it is exhausting to like have to do that and it's Mm nerve-wracking a little bit of course like just having your face on something totally I always like to I'm like okay what like small little thing can I share about today or like even if it's not talking if it's just like me like awkwardly like zooming in on my face because my period cramps are horrible or something like that like you can show your face in different ways too but also I do want to point out that like when it comes to talking on Instagram like it shouldn't necessarily be only about you Mm -hmm. because that might not drive engagement like if 
I so I follow this video coach on Instagram. I don't know if you follow her. Her Instagram is this is Virginia Kerr. Yes, you told me to follow her. Phenomenal. Yeah. So she actually helps you figure out how to capture people's attention through video. And she talks a lot about when people get on social media and they're like talking to the camera and they're like, Happy Wednesday. Oh my God, my hair looks absolutely horrible. Like, ugh. You want to skip past those things, right? It's not like you're going to hang around and like watch that type of thing. So if you can get coaching like through somebody like that to to really just kind of figure out what's going to keep people engaged, it can be helpful as well. Shout out to her. And if she wants to come on the podcast, that would be really cool. I didn't even think about that. Right? (laughs) I always say that when we randomly mention somebody. I'm like, we should actually have them on here to talk about this. Yeah. I I always just think about like what kind of stuff am I engaging with on social? What stories am I exiting out of? What stories am I skipping through? What stories am I like moving past? Or what stories am I like, ooh, I want to go back and actually listen to this or I don't know, like I want to engage with this or I'm going to reply to this. I pay attention to that and I try to use that in my content as well. That's a really great tip because a lot of people, you know, when they are on Instagram, they are just scrolling and interacting and they're not really like actually paying attention to what is Mm -hmm. hooking them. So if you can pay attention to that and then recreate it on your own. Totally. Then, yeah, that's a huge help. Or just like realizing like, okay, I didn't hang around because she didn't capture my attention in the first few seconds. So then it's like, okay, maybe I should capture their attention if I really want them to listen to what I'm going to say. One thing I do know that I shy away from on Instagram that I really want to do more of is Instagram live. Yeah. It is so (laughs) nerve wracking. It really is. But like it's so it's such a good tool though. And I do kind of see it. If so Instagram live can be informational, but it can also be like a behind the scenes type thing. Like I've watched Instagram lives of people where they're doing how to of something, but I've also watched Instagram lives of they're literally not even talking to the camera. They're just like doing something and they just have it set up and I'm literally like just watching them. Okay. So my example for this is going to be really funny of the the exact thing that I'm thinking of. Nick Vial Mm -hmm. from the bachelor. Mm -hmm. He does Instagram lives all the time and he's literally just painting. Okay. He is shirtless. So that is part of the hook. Let's be real. He is an attractive man, but literally I'm just like, this is so fucking genius uh-huh. because like he and he he is an actual good painter. It's yeah. not like he's just like painting shit like yeah. he is an actual artist. But I literally watch that shit all the time when he goes live and he's just painting. I'm like, this shit is so interesting to me. Yeah. And he like barely interacts. Yeah. With like the camera, like every now and then he'll walk over and look at it. Oh, my God. So I'm just like, if you have something like that, too, if you're an artist and you're a painter or like, I don't know whatever other kind of art there is out there these days that I can't think of. Like you could just set up an Instagram live while you're actually doing that. And that Mm -hmm. would be useful. It's so funny. I can't think of a single thing that I could do like that. Me either. (laughs) I'm always like, I'm just not interesting enough, but I definitely agree. Instagram live is super important. And I find with those, I have to like put them on my schedule if I'm going to do Instagram live because I have to like plan kind oh, of 100%. what it is that I want to say. I like going live with other people. I Way always easier. Feel like so much easier because it's like there's literally this fucking pressure. You like get on and then you're like, shit, I don't want to like wait for people to get on, but I'm not really talking to anybody. So then you're like sweating and then people start coming on and then you're like, fuck. 
like mid sentence. I don't know. It's just a little weird. Have you ever done an Instagram live completely by yourself? Yeah. You have? Yeah. I've done I don't think I ever have. Yeah. I, don't I, I ever have. My business coach always just kind of encouraged me to do that. So like, I need to do that. Okay. That's <laughs> that, my goal. That actually brings me to kind of my next thing for up leveling your Instagram game um, would be like branding, like your branding on social media. Love this shit. Now, this doesn't need to be the first thing you do. Like if you're just getting started with sharing about your life, posting things, you don't need to have like your whole brand figured out. But I will say when I figured out what fonts I wanted to use consistently, what colors I wanted to use consistently, and I also found some like background type images that I could use, it has made creating content on social media so much easier because I'm not like looking for the right color, looking for the right font, spending hours in Canva. It's just, I know I have like the basic go-tos and then just format things from there. So I would definitely say like, find the colors you like, find the fonts you like. And then also like maybe a couple background images. I like to share like tweets on my Instagram And like having consistent background images for those can just help increase brand awareness, you know, so. Yeah. And that rolls over into some tips that I had too, because I am a huge person for like having your Instagram look aesthetically pleasing. I will follow somebody if their Instagram feed looks aesthetically pleasing, even if their content is nothing that I'm interested in. You do. I, there are so many times I can think of you sitting like on your phone and being like oh my god this person's Instagram is just so pretty yeah like like, you do that I don't have any kids I follow a lot of mom bloggers on Instagram their content does absolutely nothing for me because I don't have children but it's so pretty Mm -hmm. and I feel like I use it for inspiration honestly for my own because I'm like, this shit looks so good. I need to follow you just to because it looks so good so that I can see how you're making it look good and do it on my own. Totally. But a number one, number one tip for people to make your Instagram feed look aesthetically pleasing is to buy a filter. Totally. Or like a preset. Preset filter. Yep. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, but like, and I'm sure they have places where you can get them for free too. I don't know if you've ever gotten a free preset filter. I don't think I have, but they're like $4 on Etsy, like yeah. very inexpensive. So the place that I've always gotten my preset filters, I've only bought them like twice, but the place that I get them from is they have an Instagram page and it's called 123 Presets. Yep. And they, I mean, if you're going to go this route, make sure you have like two hours to look through the preset filters before you decide because they literally have hundreds of different mm-hmm. options. And if, for those like who don't, who have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about when I say preset filter. It's basically a filter that you buy. You download Adobe Lightroom Mm -hmm. app. um, You upload the filter into the app. And then every time you go to post a picture to your Instagram feed, you upload it into Adobe Lightroom first, add the filter to the picture, Mm -hmm. and then post it to your Instagram. And then you'll realize after you keep posting with the same filter on all of your pictures Mm -hmm. that your Instagram feed will look fucking good. Totally. It looks so fucking good. Yeah. I never used to do a preset. I just used to use like filters. I can't even imagine. Oh my God. My, 
literally just scroll back in my Instagram. If like if you want to like make yourself feel better about like what you're doing on Instagram, sc- go ahead, scroll back in my Instagram yep, and see where I fucking started. Like I used to use like Facetune, whiten my teeth, smooth <laughs> my skin, and now I'm just like fuck all of that. I'm just using a preset, you know? Um, but I do want to point out with presets because the first time I purchased presets, I made the mistake of buying like a bundle of 10 of them. Mm. And I spent 50 fucking dollars on presets I do not use. Like total waste of money. And then come to find out the preset I use, I think it's still on sale for $2.50 on Etsy. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, like deals. So just I don't want anybody to like go spend hundreds of dollars on presets. Like try one, buy one to start, see what you think, and then go from there. There's definitely a lot of different places out there that sell presets. A lot of influencers have actually created their own preset filters now and like sell them themselves too. Mm -hmm. So like there are cheap options and there are expensive options. So just like be like aware of that. Mm -hmm. The one, two, three presets actually has like I think I spend $7 and it does give me like a bundle of eight. Oh, that's awesome. So it's like, like it's not that each. expensive, mm-hmm. um, but it is, you know, more expensive than the $2 one that you're talking mm-hmm. about on Etsy. So yeah, just look around and find the ones in your price range, but they're out totally. there. Trust me. Um, I do kind of want to ask you though, because reels obviously add a different dynamic to like the aesthetic of your page yeah. because you can't really add like a preset to your reels. So how do you kind of feel about, about that? And like, how do you make sure that your feed looks good when you have the reels? So for me, I try to always use the same filter within reels, um, at least most of the time, unless it uh, for some reason looks terrible on the video that I'm trying to make. Lighting yeah. is always different on reels. So like that's the hard part. But about lighting using the is same. important too. I would say definitely yeah. like for reels, like find good lighting. 100% find good lighting. Um, so I always, reels has filters within it that you can choose from. I always try to use the same one. Um, I try to use something that looks close to what my feed looks like, which obviously it's not going to be perfect. Yep. But another way that I've recently figured out around this is I use the preview app, which I know you know mm-hmm. about. Yep. Preview app is an app that you download and you basically upload anything that you're looking to post to your Instagram within the app and the app looks like an Instagram feed and you can move your posts around and like plan when you're going to post them so Mm -hmm. that it looks aesthetically pleasing. Well, preview app now has the option, which just recently I think they launched this out where you can put a placeholder for your reels Oh, within I've, the app. Yeah, I've literally been actually fighting with that. Like, I'll screenshot my Instagram feed and then crop the real image and then like put it. Yeah, into that's preview. what I was trying to do for a while too. But yeah. now they have the option. So you're you, gonna have to show me how to. Do yeah, that. I'll show you how to do it. But you basically it just takes the screenshot of your reel and puts it into the preview planner. Smart. And so then you can be like, okay, that looks, it's obviously it's after you already post it. Mm-hmm. So like you have to be hopeful that it looks good. Yeah. But it does help you like plan your future posts around the reel that you just uploaded to make sure it's all aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. So that's a little bit easier. You could also do like cover photos on reels yeah, as well. Like that's that. an option. Yeah, I do sometimes. I've kind of like shied away from it because I mean, I have heard some people talking about how like, like the perfectly aesthetic like or perfect aesthetic on your Instagram is like not necessarily what people are looking for anymore. Mm. They want more real. So I could see that. 
I've just stopped doing the cover photos on my reels, but then I obviously like I use a preset. I like keep my mm-hmm. branding the same. Um, and I want it to look aesthetically pleasing, but I kind of feel like the reels and just like the in the moment, like not perfect type things can be beneficial for your audience too. So, yeah. And I definitely think that's probably different for everybody. I'm somebody that's super attracted to aesthetically pleasing stuff. Like I am the person at the grocery store who will look at three different brands of noodles and I will buy the one with the prettier packaging. Totally. Even if they have the same fucking ingredients and even if there's a different one that's cheaper. (laughs) Like that's just fucking me. I have a it problem with it. I it can't, is. I can't explain it. I can't stop it from happening. Mm-hmm. So I think that goes to show like a big reason why I do like the aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. feeds. But yeah, you're right. You know, it might not be for everybody. Somebody might be like, this is fucking annoying that this person is putting so much effort into their Instagram to make it look good. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't find it annoying. I think it's just like there needs to be that connection. Like it's not just about like the beach photos on your feed or like. It's like showing that there's like a human behind the account. And I think that you do that really well. 100%. If I lived on a beach, though, I would post beach photos 24-7. like of you. Sometimes (laughs) people don't even use like images of themselves at all. So I feel like there it doesn't seem like there's like a person behind the account. And then you don't see their stories or anything. So you're like, I don't know who this person is. Yeah. Why do I need to follow them? Do you know what I mean? No, I get what you're saying. There is definitely like a happy medium there where like you can have it be aesthetically pleasing for people, but then you can also make sure that you're showing like your real self. Totally. So yeah. Yeah. I, get I that. mean, that's definitely the balance that I kind of aim for too. Um, You were talking about like uploading your Twitter posts on like a pretty background mm-hmm. and like using that as a post. Um, I think it's also important to tell people that like people on Instagram love graphics. Like that is the hot shit on Instagram. Well, because you can save them, because mm-hmm. you can share them, because you spend time consuming them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I love a pretty graphic. Um, Canva obviously is a great, um, it's an app, but the desktop version's way easier to use. So make sure you use that version of Canva. You can create a free account on there and actually just create graphics there. If you're somebody who's like, fuck making my own graphics, reach out to me because I will make you graphics for your Instagram page. That is something that I actually do in my spare time for a lot of people. So you can always reach out to me if you need graphics made. Yes. Okay. I kind of want to talk a little bit about like protecting your energy on social media because I do feel like this is really important. Um, you know, it's like you can't really show up as like your best self if you're feeling like angry or irritated when you log into social media. And sometimes I kind of find myself going down this spiral if I am spending too much time online and I start being like, oh, this person never engages with my content, but they engage with this person's content. Why do they hate me? Or like things like that. Or like, this person grew way faster on social media than I did. What am I doing wrong? And then you just kind of feel like shit about yourself. If I find myself like in that negative energy, I always like tell my husband, I'm like, I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but I'm like really pissed off. But I started to limit my time on social media because when I start to feel that way, I know that I'm not going to be creating like joyful content. I know I'm not going to be like engaging with people in a joyful way. So I'm like, okay, I'll step back. So I actually set like a screen time limit for Instagram and TikTok on my phone for, I think I set it for like three hours a day, 
which can be hard sometimes when you're like creating content within replying the, app, the DMs. Yeah. yeah. Like even during my workouts, normally I'd have like my Instagram open the whole time during my workout to record. Now I just like close it in between because obviously it's time spent on the app. But I think like check your energy, check your intentions, check how you're feeling. Like you shouldn't be feeling pissed off when you like get into the app. So I, I do think it's important to like protect kind of your energy. If you have to mute people, unfollow people, like anybody who maybe makes you feel like, oh, I'm not good enough or whatever, like don't hesitate to just mute them and protect your own damn energy. This is something I feel like it took me a long time to even be willing to mute people because I'm like, oh, well, I like this person or whatever. But it's like if they make if it makes me feel like irritated or angry when I like see a post from somebody, it's like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be consuming this. Do you know what I mean? Oh, 100% know what you mean. I actually just unfollowed somebody recently. Um, I had actually recently followed them. So like I had just found their account, came across them, started following them. Um, They do a lot of the same things I'm doing on Instagram. So like they have Lyme disease, they're coaching other people, you know, through like the journey, blah, blah. blah. So I was like, I'm going to follow this person because like their shit is cool and like it'll give me inspiration. Mm -hmm. Well, then I realized most of the time I was looking at their shit being like, wow, I wish I was like doing as well as this person is doing Mm -hmm. within this. And so I finally was just like, I'm not super close to the person. I've had like one conversation with the person. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was like, I didn't really feel the need to like mute them to stay following them because Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't really know this person. So I just unfollowed them. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I did that like last night because I was like, I just keep comparing my own coaching to this person. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't want... I don't want my content to come across exactly the same as this girl's because I'm not this girl. So I'm like, if I keep following this for inspiration, but also pissing myself off because I'm comparing myself, Mm -hmm. I'm like, this really isn't doing anything for me. So Mm -hmm. I finally just unfollowed and I'm like, I just need to create my own shit without that comparison. Totally. And it can be hard to put your energy into that when you're spending your energy being like, oh, this is a great post. I could create something Mm kind of like this or I should do something like this too. And I actually wrote down too, like, be yourself on social media. Like, this is the best way probably to up-level your Instagram is to be you and, like, not to copy people. Because it's, like, that's what people are going to connect with. And it's, it's your social media. Like, you should be being yourself, showcasing, like, your personality, maybe how you can help people, the kind of things you like. But, like, don't be a carbon copy of somebody else. Like, I I mean, I've seen people, like, literally copy my Instagram captions, like, word for word. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like, I love the idea that this is, like, inspiring to you or whatever. But, like, at least, like, make it your own, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And um, what was the other thing I was going to say? I totally blinked for a second. We were talking about, like, being yourself and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um when you're yourself, you're also going to attract the actual audience that you want following you. If you're copying somebody else, then you're probably going to get people that aren't your like ideal audience. And like that's going to throw you off because yeah, they might initially interact with your shit, but like they're not going to interact in like the positive way that you're really, really wanting your audience to interact. So like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it might not grow as fast if you're not copying that person that's growing really fast 
if you're not copying their every step, it's like, yeah, maybe it'll be a slower grow, but Mm -hmm. it will be like more worth it and more like fulfilling. Absolutely. I was going to add something to that as well, but I can't remember. Um, I have another thing that I want to talk about as far as um, like actual Instagram tips for like making your Instagram look better, I guess. Um, That's probably a poor way of saying that. I want to talk about like your Instagram bio because this is a huge thing that people are like, what the fuck do I write in my bio? Like, and I've done this a million times. I constantly feel like I need to change my bio because like, I don't know, like, I'm like, can I make this better? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But I do, I guess I'll just like run through like my tips for Mm -hmm. a bio. Um, My number one tip would be like, you know, the first line of your bio, which is actually like your name. Mm I, I, find it really helpful and I actually started doing this because other people were doing it and I realized how helpful this is for me to put my name but then also put my like title of Mm -hmm. what I am on Instagram so like if you look at my Instagram it says Jess and then it says Lime Coach Mm -hmm. because that's that's what my Instagram is about that's what I am and when you look at my actual Instagram it's not that big of a deal because I also says like certified Lyme coach underneath that in my Mm -hmm. bio but when I'm in people's messages it helps like I don't know what the word I'm looking for right now is because fucking brain fog but it helps oh differentiate yep me in within like their direct messages Mm -hmm. and like who I am so like it's not just like Jess and then they're like who the fuck was Jess like what was I talking to her about oh she's the Lyme coach then it'll say Jess Lyme coach literally says that in bold in their Mm -hmm. messages before they click into the message I think that those are searchable keywords yes they are Mm -hmm. yeah I've been struggling to figure out what to put in mine (laughs) I'm like yeah 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 I could see that being a little bit more complicated though for you Just because there's like a couple different sorts of things that I'm like helping people with. And I'm like, okay, I don't know if I have like one solid title yet. Like, I mean, I could put like coach, but then it's almost like too broad. It's too broad. Yeah. Yeah, So I'm like, I'll just keep Haley Deagle. Mm -hmm. And then the bio is like kind of how I can help people. Yeah. But you also have your last name, which is helpful. My last name is way too fucking long to use. And people don't even know how to pronounce it correctly ever. They always say Will Worth instead of Will Morth. It's like so. a fucking M. Yeah. So I just like hate my last name. <laughs> and so like if I had a cool last name, I would probably use that. But I don't. So yeah. I no. use the title instead. What else would you suggest for your bio? Um, Make sure that like your main line after that in your bio is what you're providing to the people that are coming to your page so that people like click on your Instagram read your bio and they're like oh that's what she does Mm -hmm. um so like mine I don't even remember mine off the top of my head I'm gonna read it though give me one second do yours is kind of the same right don't yours yours yeah I mean I've definitely kind of changed mine and like I change it every now and again but so mine currently says Jess Lime Coach as the first line and then below that it says certified Lime Coach because I just got certified and then it says empowering and supporting women to balance all aspects of their wellness while battling Lyme disease. So that's like straight to the point. That's what I'm here for. Yep. That's what I do. This is my target audience too. Mm-hmm. Is exactly like what I'm calling out. I do also have a line in there of the podcast, you know, like yep. tagged the podcast because yep. obviously that's a 
big part of who I am too. So. I always love when I see people come follow me and then I get the notification that they went and followed the podcast yes. page too. And I'm like, oh. You're like, fuck yeah, my bio did its job. I mean, it's just kind of <laughs> cool knowing that like people come to your page and then it's like, oh, they're they want to come listen to the podcast too. I get super excited. Yeah. Um, I actually, I mean, I don't feel like an expert in telling you what to write in your bio, but I can tell you, I follow Angie Lee, Mm -hmm. who is like a marketing expert. Her Instagram is, I think it's Angie Lee show on Instagram. She may have gotten rid of the show. I'm not sure, but she actually does like bio audits and makeovers for people and helps you figure out like what to write in your bio so that it's very clear and concise. And then also I think like if you have a website or a link in your bio, having a clear call to action of like what that link is to. Personally, I mean, I change the link in my bio every once in a while. Like it was just open for registration for Party on Pause. So it was like the Party on Pause website. I just changed it to the Fabletics discount link that I have because I did a post for Fabletics today. So it's like it's kind of constantly changing, but yeah. So that's a good question Um, because like for me personally, I find it so irritating to have to change the link in my bio. I get why you're doing it, but it drives me fucking Mm -hmm. crazy when I have to do that myself. Yeah. So like Do you know if it's more like, I don't know if you've looked into this like research wise at all or anything, like, is it more successful instead of, because right now I just have like the milkshake link. Yep. Um, Milkshake is also an app that you can use to put links in your bio. Super, super handy. Multiple different links. Multiple different links. And it's Mm -hmm. really pretty too when people click on the link. But um, so like I use that and I Mm -hmm. that's where I put all of my different Mm -hmm. links and I will move the link to the top of that, Mm -hmm. like based on which post I'm doing that day um, so that when people do click on the link, that'll be the first thing that pops up is what I'm directing them to. But I know it's probably more useful to just put that link directly at the moment. Yeah. When I'm telling them to go click the link in my it bio. It is hard though because like one thing I think about too is like my older posts have like calls to action to like the link in my bio. And then but if the it's link, not there. Well and then yeah it's like I'm kind of changing it. But I'm always like okay if somebody is going to come to my profile and they're going to click the link because of this post I want it to be the link that I want to make it easy for them. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think the milkshake thing is like a really good way Mm -hmm. to make it easy. But for me, it's like I don't have the milkshake thing anymore. I actually have my website. True. So it's like I like the idea of having my website in my bio, but I don't want somebody to have to go search through my website to find the link that I'm trying to like connect them with. So I'm like, how can I make this as easy as possible? I'm just going to put the Fabletics link in my bio today. Yeah. So I 100% think that Instagram is probably going to make the whole link in your bio different at some point. Right now, I just feel like it's super basic. Like they just give you a spot to put a link and they don't really like have any other features Mm -hmm. like to go along with it. I just feel like that's probably going to get changed someday. It makes me wonder if like the shop, like if you can do shoppable links, like, you know how people can shop on Instagram? If that that is their solution to like the link in bio. Yeah, I don't know. I've just always seen know. that as products. I've never like dove into it to see if you could do it as I, other stuff. I don't think you can do it as an influencer. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. If anybody no. out there knows, let us know. <laughs> yeah, but definitely bio is important. Um, I kind of wanted to share like a tip on 
like coming up with like content ideas Mm, because I know it's like if you're trying to show up on social media and sometimes you're like, I need to post today, but I don't know what the hell to post today. First of all, don't post if you don't know what the fuck to post. Like you don't, you don't need to confuse a shit out of your audience and just like post something completely irrelevant to what it is that you do. But I like the idea of like having a notes, like a note in your phone, like the note section of your phone with like topic ideas or questions that people ask you or the things that your ideal client would be struggling with because that can be really useful if you're like, shit, I haven't posted in like two days. I would really love to like post something for my audience. You can go back to the note section and be like, oh yeah, this person asked me about this. Type up a caption answering the question or something like that. Um, that way you always kind of have ideas in your mind. Yeah. And if you're really productive, you can also just punch that into the preview app that we already talked about mm-hmm. and like have it all ready to fucking go right totally. in there. Cause preview app, you just literally plan it all out, write out your caption and everything, choose the picture, and then you can just click upload to Instagram right from there. Yep. But I also sometimes I'll reuse content from the past. Like if I posted something like six months ago that did really good, maybe I'll like change the caption up a little bit. But if you're constantly getting new followers to your page, they may not have seen what you posted six months ago. So I like to look at like my insights to see what people engage with the most, what people share the most, what people save the most. And then I'm like, okay, how can I maybe recreate this as a reel or turn this into a tweet or turn this into some sort of post because it's like we spend so much time creating content and then it's like most of the time we don't reuse it Mm -hmm. but then it it almost loses the value because it's I don't know so that's something that I always forget to think about like the fact that something I posted six months ago my followers I've gained since then probably didn't see that and so like yeah what is the harm in reposting that I mean, you honestly could keep it exactly the same if you wanted, you as long as it's your full, like your own content yeah, that you're not reposting. Somebody else's. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's something I always forget to think about. Yeah. And you can turn it into like different forms too. Like you could turn like a long caption into like a carousel type yeah. post, which is when you have like multiple photos in one post, or you can turn it into a reel or well, and change like the that. picture too. You can change yep. the picture that you use to something else. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I do that a lot. So. Is there anything else that you want to add? Jessica's phone is like snoring or something. That was so weird. Was it because you had Instagram open? What if you were on Instagram live and we just didn't fucking know it? That would be hysterical. Oh my God. My phone's like, heard you wanted to do a live, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're live. I don't know what that fucking was. That was weird. That freaked me out. It sounded like really inappropriate. Yeah. Hopefully I didn't like pop into a porn or something while we're sitting here. <laughs> Did I close that from last night? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I think that's all my tips that I had. Did you have anything else that you want to add? No. I mean, I definitely feel like when we release this episode, maybe we will do a post with some of the accounts that we suggested following yeah. to help you up level your Instagram because like we said, we're not total experts we've just been doing this shit for a little while um so we'll share some of those accounts that have helped us as well accounts and also apps that have helped us because literally to use your instagram you will have five other apps that 
are useful too. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. And then if you guys have any other tips too, like if you're somebody that has a bomb ass Instagram and you're listening to this and you're like, wait, they missed this tip. Let us know because we want to know all of the Instagram tips too. Obviously, we're not experts. We don't have all of the tips. Yeah. So send those to us too. Send us a DM and we will share it with our listeners. All right. And catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye.